welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast, so there's likely going to be some adult language. So, yeah, take that as your warning. My name's Ethan, and I am the voice of Kaylin. Let's dive right in. Alrighty. Oops. Hopefully you guys can't hear me chewing. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I'm like trying to chew very quietly. Alright, you guys okay if we get started? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Welcome back to Whiskey in the Stream. We are Sans, Kalen, and Gurdon, so we are going to be a podcast-exclusive episode tonight. Uh, Root, you missed last session, and Scarlet did the recap. So, uh, Ren, what, or Ren, what happened last time? Well, we made it all the way back to town after being chased by... I only saw one bullet, but maybe it was more than one. Unknown how many bullets. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, um... We made good tactical choices, given the circumstances, which I thought people were just too upset that we sacrificed um, Bandit Man. But he got rescued in the end, so all's fair. Um, We made it back to town. Um, We were asked to find the changeling in town that they believe is in town. Um, They've been exchanging changelings to the pirate group which i'm not sure if we've been told the name of i think the previous people have been told the name but i don't know if solutions Ren and bren the solutions mm-hmm. and they're offering 500 gold per changeling see you wrote that stuff down see i was remember i got the room and i was like waiting and meditating no i didn't he wouldn't give me the room. back to the wagon but um, long story short, we hadn't decided whether or not we were going to do that for them. Uh, I want to say that was the overall highlights. The combat took a while. We learned an important thing about Asti and Kaylin's sword. Well, they vibrate together. Yeah, if you vibrate one, that vibrates the other. It's like a. And the ones on top of um, uh, Kaylin. And Asti is wounded, not wounded. She's hmm. in like hibernation mode trying to heal herself or something because she expended some. And we didn't kill her, although it was discussed. Um, we're still not sure what the best solution for that is. Some of them could be swayed. I'm not going to say who because I have a feeling Root would be angry. But um, yeah, I think that's that's where we're at. We're trying to decide whether or not we're going to help the town find the person and he tried to be cheap with us, which was really disconcerting. He was like, I'll give you 100 gold. Then he's like, oh, no, I'll give you 500 gold. But We're looking for Violet Clockwirl. So the town elder, uh, Tarrington Stag, had recommended that you guys start off with Violet Clockwirl, who he has said is suspicious. It's a fairly small little village so it wouldn't take too long to go through most if not all the houses to be honest Uh, although root um once you've you know 
got the wagon kind of settled and repairs trying to mine the horses. Uh, you can head over to the group who are in the tavern right now having a drink, and your first drink has already been paid for uh, by the elder, so you kind of came in at just the right time. Uh, but you already know of about you know, narrowing it down to five households that seem to act the sketchiest. Uh, Violet Clockworld is one of those houses once you guys discuss where exactly things are at. But, uh, so right now you are in the, I really hesitate to call it a tavern, because it's really like an enlarged living room of a person's house that has a bar built into it, but it also functions as the room's, or the village's tavern. Uh, Eric Palebo is the barkeep, an older dwarven gentleman. Oh, you guys are up at the table. Kalen is going to push away and it's like, um, well, I cannot drink anyway. And you all said that repair is protecting the horses, and that makes me concerned. I'm going to go find out what he's doing. Gurdon is with Asti and kind of just checking on her. Sorry, Root, I think you're muted. I can't hear anything. Is it just me? Like, Bryn, uh, no, I can't hear anything. No, either. I can't hear it either. Okay. But I can read your lips, and you said, how about now? <laughs> Probably just trying to reconnect. The old router method. Turn it off and turn it on again. Did it work? Hey! Yes. yes. We can hear you now. Did I have Kaylin's drink? Absolutely. It was already paid for, so uh, enjoy. It's, Dope. it's a very... kind of a cheap... salty IPA. Is kind of what you get from it. Seems like it's, it's not alcohol. It is alcohol. It is not brewed locally. It's definitely shipped in, and that salt might not have been part of the original recipe. Delightful. Okay. I mean, you know, the ocean's not too far away. <laughs> All right. So you guys are seated at the bar. I was trancing. If you remember. Oh, that's right. I did forget that. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so you were in the back of the wagon. Um, Halen is now trying to deal with Doug, who's trying to be creepy and like stare at you in between the slats. Uh, still obviously upset. Needlessly, for sure. But he's upset anyway. It made the most sense. Yeah. I mean, perfectly usable tool. Why not? For some reason, he didn't see it that way, but, you know, he's also an idiot. So, there's that. Um, so, you are currently engaged in a trance. So, in that case, Root and Scarlet, uh, you guys have the floor. Have I already shared with the group that I've been able, like, that I narrowed it down to five houses? You just now did. Beautiful. Why are we going on this witch hunt anyway? I mean, I know it's some gold, but I don't know. I mean, why fund other pirates for things that they want? I suppose we could try to find it, keep it for ourselves. That's more the route I'm thinking. I don't trust the Salotians. They may have killed my friend. All the more reason not to find these quote-unquote changelings. 
but maybe we can figure out a way to help. I don't know. This sea, <clears throat> sea beer is definitely not helping. Oh, my dad, Amar, would love this, though. Something about the salt, it just kills it. Who wants to drink salty beer? Dad. Oh, I, I goofed a little bit. Norm would have been tending the horse, because there's no way her pair would have left beer behind. True. So, apologies. Uh, her pair is... <laughs> Wait. Amar's your dad? The dwarf dude with the, the face and the hair and the patch and the... Uh... Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, uh, nippletism at work, huh? <laughs> uh -huh. See, I listen, I learn words. So I'm, I'm not familiar with this world as much, being that we planar shifted here not that long ago. Who? Should I know your dad? Oh, Captain Amar, he's the one who sent us on this mission. Because we kind of, maybe, killed some people, and, like, now we're having to repent, so he's like, you know. Wait, wait, Captain Amar. So, who's Captain? Is he part of this town? Oh, no, Captain Amar's back in Bildari. Uh, actually, Norm and I, we lived in the sewers of Bildari for a couple of years. But, uh, yeah, no, he's a uh, captain of the guard over there. I could see why he might be upset if you killed him. It's a hazard of the job, to. though. Exactly. They probably had it coming anyway. They stole Asti. See? They had it coming. Although Asti, I think, probably could have held her own. She's the one who technically did the murders. Uh, murder, you know. Recompense. Revenge. I don't know. It all kind of blurs together. It does. But, you know, that's why we're here. Making amends. So, uh, making a mess. So what is, what is old Pop actually think you're doing right now? Oh, we gotta go try to find um, some information about this one dude who died. He was a wizard. Oh, by the name of what? DM, help me with his name. <laughs> so the wizard was uh, the friend who is also the captain of that particular group. Uh, so, Root, should I assume that you're going to give like a little bit of a background for that situation? Yes. Okay. Do you want me to just sort of exposit? Yes, please. Got it. Okay. Alrighty. So... Uh, the group in Beldari had taken some time to <laughs> get to know some of the locals. Uh, there were a series of fires being set around town, and they managed to narrow it down to this area right around the home of the Logost family. Uh, L-O-G-O-S-T. Uh, Nevin was an excitable young boy who had an androsphinx stuffed animal that he called Mr. Sparks. His father, Dallin, was missing, presumed dead. And Dallin Logost was also a unit commander within this division that was lost and missing. Group ended up finding out it was a boggle that was setting fire so that Nevin could see the dogs from the fire department because it made him happy. 
So this little boggle would set uh, thickened grease up onto a wall, stick a fire beetle onto it, and let it ignite a building just so the fire department would have to come and put it out. So time kind of went by. Things got a little bit strange with Kaylin and Percival Whitrow, who is the person who had this the Kindle-like device that Kaylin keeps linking up with. Well, some of those members have relations with the Logos family as well, so it popped back up again. So part of their current mission is to go over to Tremor, meet up with the captain of the guard there, who will direct you all to the last known location, which should have been an archaeological dig site. Uh, looking for a Professor Aurelius Glint scale. Part of their contract is that they... Actually, you know what? I will link Amar's contract so you guys can read it. All right. Uh, Vernon Ren, let me know if in the documents... What was that? Journal, maybe? Yeah, journal section. If that pops up under the handouts. Amar's contract, yes. Perfect. Members of the Doomslayers. And there's all of our crimes. Oh, oh, are those your crimes? <laughs> Apparently, that's quite the list. <laughs> those were from um, sessions, except for the, the Kai Beta Sue one. Um, I was not a part of. It's <laughs> nothing to blush at. <laughs> I'm sure mine is quite the list as well. Committed a few. Of my own. Yeah, they try to see, sound like they're all nice and law-abiding and good people. And Kaylin's been involved in terroristic activities. I can't wait till I find that out and can throw that back at him. <laughs> now, how many of those events do you remember, Root? As far as like your guys' actual involvement in those? Um, Pi Beta Sue. That happened. We were involved in that one. Um. The destruction of property at the Oboft residence. Eh, you destroyed a few homes. Who's to care? That was a uh, centaur family and their daughter, Dinah. Uh, and so they went Someone's up into in the, the kitchen with Dinah. <laughs> in the kitchen with Dinah. Uh, yeah, so that was the only reason why she was named that was just because it annoyed Amanda when I did things like that. Um... So the centaurs couldn't get into the attic, so they didn't know what the scratching noise was. When they investigated, they found the fire beetles. The property during riots. That's not so much our fault. Bah, you can't be you can't be held accountable for a riot. Uh, the loss of life during the riot, some of it is our fault. More so, um, it was Amanda's fault. <laughs> One Never in particular death. Never admit guilt when you don't have to. Uh, I guess technically we trespassed on city property. I guess. Maybe. Right, to break don't... into a building they had permission to be in. But then, you know, things got dicey, so therefore permission revoked. Maybe. See, <laughs> <laughs> um... so you just gotta get better at not being caught. That's all it is. I wasn't there for that one. See? So you're not held responsible for that. 
dad's disappointed. Well, every dad's going to be disappointed. What daddy, what person doesn't have daddy issues without them being disappointed? I wholeheartedly disagree with the terroristic threatening, threatening complaints. Those are all from Clara. Yep. (laughs) And Clara, who is rising to a position of power within Percival Whitrow's new religious movement, uh, is just kind of like the angry old town biddy. Who believes she has way more power than she should. She's kind of like an old Karen. It's probably a good example. So she has filed multiple complaints against the Doomslayers. To be fair, Gurdon did toss her house. But she likes me. Sorry. Or she's indifferent towards me, which is as close to like as you can get with her. Yeah. 100% true. Um, I feel bad about the last two. Because Einrich was our innkeeper, and he's a good dude. Just unfortunately, the riots, you know, caused some damages. What is a fire newt terrorist? Is that that person you were telling me about? Yeah, so he was in jail, and we were supposed to get him out of jail. And we did that. But half of the city thought he was a terrorist. And then the other half of the city thought he was a victim. And that's what caused the riots. Why you don't get involved with politics. And uh, Einrich was also a hobgoblin. Who was, you know, the group had talked about putting in orders for more knives and things. And Einrich was a little upset hearing that, you know, it seems like rumors of war. And he's like, you guys don't need to deal with war. This, you're too young. This shouldn't be your problem. He was real good at making knives. Yeah, that was like his whole thing is he sharpened knives and kitchen equipment. Um, I do have a question, though. I'm surprised that your dad uh, made a blood pact with you about this. Uh, sealed in blood, apparently. Yeah. yeah uh, I have some questions for your father as <laughs> to his fathering abilities, but... Well, he's only know. been my dad for like a week. Then he's not your dad. How does that work? Are you a week old? No. I had no dad. He's my dad now. He hasn't really agreed to it. I mean, what happens if you break this blood pact? I don't know, because I don't intend to break it. I mean, why not? I mean, you could just say screw him. I mean, you are wrongfully accused of all these things. I mean, we could still find the person. I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm just saying, screw daddy, especially if he's not your daddy. But I want to make a bar for him. Why do you want to do nice things for him? He's a terrible person who just shows up in your life and then makes you make blood contracts. And all you can say is, ah. Oh. Um, At least let me buy you another present. He gave me a present. present one time. How about I give you a present and then you just leave him alone? He's no good. He's dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So a couple of important names that come up with this conversation regarding the contract. Um, And then eventually it does kind of come back that the blood seal is less of a blood pact 
and more of like, you know, you prick your finger and you stamp it, but it does bind you to the agreement that everything has been met and that all parties are approved. It is not something that you had in the Shadowfell. So if you, you know, if Scarlet still finds it strange, that is perfectly reasonable because blood in some planes is used specifically for spell casting and domination. So for it to be used in this way here seems weird. Um, or, you know, maybe it doesn't seem weird. I don't, I don't know how you feel about it. But... I, I think it's absolutely terrible. An abomination. He's trying to control your life. It's certainly a blood pact, in my opinion. So then that really makes him my dad. Yay! Oh no. <laughs> Honey, um, the first thing you gotta understand about men is they're terrible creatures. They're selfish. They will only look out for themselves. The first thing you understand about that, the better off you'll be. I gotta write that down. Yes. Hang it on your mirror. So you can remember it every morning. <laughs> Take that with a grain of salty beer. Because sometimes men folk, I'm a man's folk, myself. Pretty awesome. You're all right sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys... Burn through the first round of drinks. Uh, Scarlet had already paid for the next round, so that gets delivered. Still the same. Uh, you had already paid. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah, it was like 10 silver or something like that. It wasn't uh, much of anything. Uh, yeah, and you could swap it out for the wine they have available. So you could either do ale or wine, and they only have like the two main types like a cooking wine <laughs> hard to say maybe it's all salty and vinegary <laughs> um so are you guys gonna hang out in there and just kind of slowly sip and chat for a bit mm -hmm. okay uh now I try to teach her about the evils of men got it yeah and repair like <laughs> He's trying to argue against what you're saying, but all he's doing is providing evidence to support what you're saying. It's very repair of him. Yeah. Men only want one thing. It's disgusting. Oh, no, I want two things. Or oh, three. It depends on which position. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, so many times, like, your argument just kind of goes gesturing towards repair. But the norm is the opposite. Yeah, too bad he's no. with the horse. Norm is something not right up there. He's like Bren. There's something not right up there. But he's nicer. Which one? Bren or Norm? Norm. Well, I think there's less brain cells to connect. That's all. Uh, Bren, were you intending on a short rest or a four-hour long rest? I'm trying to get a four-hour long rest because we haven't Feels like we've been on the go since we arrived. Studied the bandit camp, ran into the other group, went back to the bandit camp, destroyed the bandit camp, came home. They're just trying to get arrested. I mean, it's only early afternoon of that same day. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. 
all uh, combat in real life takes hours, but in game it's you know that that fight took less than a minute from start to finish. All right, I guess I'll just take a short rest then. Okay. Um, you take a short rest because uh, I think you get some spell slots back on that anyway, right? Yeah. Okay. And you kind of keep an eye out. Kalen is lecturing Doug and constantly moving him away from the cart and seems pretty focused. Gurdon, you hear him mumbling and he starts mixing up some things that smell pretty good. And then it disappears and he's sitting there casting at Asti like constantly and she's not seeming to react and he's just a little frustrated. Uh, up to you if you want to hang out here, if you want to go check on what everyone else is doing in the tavern. Yeah, I'll head back to the house. Okay. Um, you walk into a rather energetic rebuttal from Erpair. And he's just kind of like holding a drink and splashing it around a little bit, gesturing towards Scarlet. And you're complaining. Men don't only think with the back tail, front tail, whatever kind of tails they have, okay? We got the head part that we can also do the thinkings with. If you don't need the tail part thinking part. <laughs> Problem is, which head are you thinking with? I have one head. I know. Uh, Very I don't. Obvious. I have two. <laughs> As amusing as this all is, have we decided what our plan is going forward, sister? Yeah, we're having some drinks. You want some? Join us. You know, it's really funny when he gets shit-faced. That was once. Why not twice? Because I ended up with no clothes on, and I haven't been able to live that down. I may or may not have taken them. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, three the one girl I liked. Well, who decides to go bathing in the nude at one o'clock in the morning? With the girl you like, it sounds like it was a good idea. Yeah, However, I learned my lesson. Don't trust family or intoxication or both at the same time. Always trust wise. intoxication. Those were some very wise lessons I taught you. See, brother? I'm schooling you in the world. Yeah, the only lesson I learned there is she is not your wingman. No. Regardless, have we decided what we're doing moving forward? Last I knew, there was an offer being discussed when I went to go relax. So, we don't think we should give these to this. Maybe we could find them? Help them out. What do we need a changeling for? Because then the solutions. Why? Why do we care? Because they're pirates. We don't want to give them things. And they're being persecuted. You're a pirate, though. Right. Pirates don't want to help out other pirates. Come on. Every man for himself. Arr. So I shouldn't be giving you things then. Well, you're part of my pirate crew. Last time I checked, I thought you were. Well, by family. See? And anyways. Um, what are they offering? Who? 
The Solutions or the town? I mean, the town said 500 gold per person. Yeah. That's quite a bit of money, isn't it? Well, I mean, obviously they must be important. So, I mean, and if nothing else, maybe we could barter them with the Solutions. I mean, I'm not saying that I would, but, you know, if we had them in our pocket, that would be more power than having giving it to them. I think we should find out who they are, just for the mental exercise of it, in the very least. And then we can discuss with the changeling why they're wanted, because they might know. We'd have to do it discreetly. Otherwise, if we uncover them, it would be a problem. Well, obviously, we're not just going to walk around and be like, you're the one! Can't we ask the changeling what they want? Well, yes, but I'm... I'm looking for information, and I think if we talk to the changeling, we will gather more information. Don't you agree? Yes. So, you know more about magic than I do, brother. How does one even discover a changeling? Well, it's a... They're not using magic to do it. It's it's like an inborn trait. So then how would we know? How would we know if they are a changeling? You'd have to see them change. Well, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Well, you asked how. Well, I thought maybe you'd have something more insightful than watching them change. Can you do your time magic thing and, like, see them go back and determine if they changed or not? I don't know if that's a possibility. I think the best is to use logic and suss out, perhaps, you know, uh something that doesn't quite fit coherently. For example, uh, Miss Maisie's friend died, yet now she sees her friend walking around. Well, that would be suspicious enough to interrogate and try and garner more information. And we could probably figure it out that way, but I do not know of any magical way of finding out. Okay. All right. So we just ask around and maybe put your uh, big head to use. The Yes, I agree. Compliments. Like those like. <laughs> also, I think the elder dick dude had also said they wouldn't know much about the town if they're changelings, so we might trip them up that way. Well, you're supposed to be with your brother, are you not? Uh, uh, he's, 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 he's fucking around with the horse. The beer is here. So have you given up your subterfuge? What sub what 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 sub submarine? <laughs> is it have yellow? You, have you stopped wanting to hide the fact that you are two kobolds? Harrison looks. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> hmm. Uh you you don't see me. Prepare, you know that's never really been a good disguise, right? What are you talking about? It's perfect. That's what you think. Well, if you want, I'll go get the costume disguise kit and show you how perfect it is. I think you should go check on your brother. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm get him and prove that foreheads are better than backheads. 
he very drunkenly stumbles his way out of the bar. He'll get to the wagon eventually. Is he going to cause chaos? Alcohol? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it couldn't have done a little harm. Right? I mean, it's just a couple of drinks. I feel fine. You understand that body mass plays a role into how much you can imbibe without feeling too many altered effects. Uh, I've seen many a salty seaman hold down his liquor just fine. Sure, you've <laughs> had lots of interactions with salty seaman. Seaman? <laughs> I just realized um, what I said. Anyways. <laughs> Mr. Rude. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Hold on. Root. Is that correct? I'm Root. So, Mr. Root, you said that there was a dragon that said that bad things were coming, correct? If I recall. Yeah. Dragon so... gave me a lot of information. And I need to go to a library at some point and try to find some more books. That I completely agree with. If you want, we can spend the rest of the afternoon in the library. That's fine with me. Uh, Does this town have a... one? Highly unlikely. But I am... Well, let's, let's ask around, see if we can um, suss out either libraries or writing supplies or, you know, a changeling. I'm down for that. Sorry, I uh, was relaying the information to Panda. About um, salty semen? <laughs> yep. <laughs> quote book, I guess, right? We need a quote book. Where's your quote book? Was that supposed to be to Root? Or everybody? Which? The professor? Oh, so... When Vren was meditating, they went over the contract that they had, and so the name came up then, both the guard captain and the professor. Um, okay. So I, I just got the note from the GM, so that's why I got confused. Yeah, because they haven't brought up the professor in conversation yet. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But once done, you have a little bit more insight into the person than the actually the rest of the group in its entirety okay got it oh brother before i forget i did mm -hmm. learn a little more information about our fine companions uh seems they were in a little bit of trouble and root's daddy decided to make a blood pact with her to uh go find this professor aurelius glenscale or something at some geological site i don't know i think he's trying to dominate her that's what got us talking about terrible men. Her father is the professor, or her father mm. wants her to find the professor? Right. Her daddy's the captain of the guard. Well, daddy loosely here. Because uh, I guess he's only been like a daddy for like a week. At which point he decides to make a blood pact with her because she destroyed some property. And... Yeah, he sounds like a terrible man. He's, I don't know. I think Root is a he, first off. She. Oh. But you're, you're a dad as well? I don't think they understand the word dad or father. What? You're a daddy? Progenitor. I'm big daddy. 
Big they, Daddy. They call her Daddy. But it's it was right. a name given to me in a brothel. Right group of people. Did they tell you that they liked it when you called them Big Daddy? Wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. <laughs> that being said, I have heard of the, that, that uh, professor's particular name. When we were in Tremor, um, there were several pepper, papers that he was, uh, he was cited in. Hmm. Dealing with ancient structures, magic, metal mixing, other things, uh, time movement. Oh, sounds like somebody you'd be interested in meeting. I am very <laughs> interested in meeting him, but I don't know if I want to bring someone who is in a blood pact with a unknown man to find him. Well, yeah, that does. Do you do the same clarification that you did for that you had? <laughs> uh, so, because that had come up before too, and so for. You, Ryan, you're used to, you know, blood pack being used for domination magic. It's, you know, blood magic is a pretty big thing. It's also very, it has a lot of negative connotations to it. Uh, what Root tries to explain is that it's sort of like a, uh, a unique thing for this plane, or at least this area that they like prick their finger and they stamp a contract with their blood and that it binds them to the contract. That everyone is happy and everything's done, and it's like a, a permanent signature. But from the Shadowfell perspective, if it's really all that different from just like, you know, is it just kind of dancing with the devil a little bit in blood magic, or is it full on domination, blood packs, ready to go? That's up to you. And then I fully support Scarlet being like, no, this is blood packed. Daddy Amar has, is not okay. We are the house of daddy. <laughs> so, Miss Ruth, can you show us around town? I, I heard you had been here before. I've been here for a day. I was under but the there are, are five areas that I've narrowed down that we can find Miss Violet Clockwirl. Five areas that you know of are sketchy locations, but Violet Clockwirl's is one of those five sketchy. One. Let's go there then. Well, also with your with your professor, um, we're trying to find last known whereabouts of this other magician. So we're trying to investigate his disappearance. There's a lot of different threads happening all at the same time. Um, so which do we want to pursue first? Do we want to find the professor, the magician, or the changeling? It seems like we are on a manhunt for three different persons, or possibly the same person. I know, that's how this first mission started. It was one thing, and then it became multiple things, and I just Wait. roll with it. Who's so what's your completion rate, if you had to give it a number? 80%? Yeah! Say 80%. And this Miss Clockwirl, you know who that is? Uh, you all know which house to go to. Okay. I, out of character, your character, I remember, was a half Aarakocca, half elf, right? <laughs> Do you have a... What's your facial features? Do you have a beak? Or do you have no. like an elven face? Elven face, then 
have wings and then like my legs are more owl instead of like have like wings but then also still hands okay all right i guess we should head in that direction all right uh you guys head across and all of you kind of keeping an eye out on the location uh Norm is trying to get our pair back into the cart since he's drunk. And almost immediately, Doug starts coming towards you guys. Caitlin starts managing him. Gurdon looks a half step away from lighting the cart on fire. So, all in all, it's pretty normal, pretty self contained situation. Uh, several townspeople are looking at you all through windows that quickly close. People are looking from the sides of houses and around the well pretending to be in conversation while just pretty obviously staring as you guys are going from location to location. Uh, you make it to the clock world residence. Are you guys just going to bust down the door? Are we sneaking through windows? What would you guys like to do? I'd like to knock on the door. At least. Sneak through the window in the back while they uh, distract him. Go ahead and give me a stealth check, please. I uh, I want to send my clockwork owl kind of to survey around the building. Uh, your owl is going around. Uh, Scarlet, as you go around the building, you can see that there's probably maybe four rooms in total. It's probably like a main open area, a bedroom, another side room could be a guest room, uh, and then the other part is just sort of kitchen, dining pretty basic you go through the back and there is absolutely an unlocked window doesn't even appear that the window could be locked it's just sort of a, a slide down and that's kind of it so it would be very easy for you to just lift up and then try to slip inside are you going before the doors opened or are you going to watch for a minute first yeah i'll watch for a minute first i imagine that you know while i think i'm being very stealthy um having had a couple drinks uh, now I, I imagine that I'm not quite as stealthy as I think I am. Uh, so little hesitant, you kind of put your hand on there and you're peeking up through the window and you see someone looking around in the kitchen area and you had gone around that side of the house and they're getting up like they're going to look out the kitchen window and the door knocks. They set down their teacup and get up and from what you can see, it is, uh, a shorter woman, you would guess that she's probably either a very thick halfling or a very thin dwarf. A little bit older, sort of a light purple hair. I'm not sure if that's either from dye or maybe it was natural. Hard to tell. But she walks over to the door. For those of you on the other side of the door, uh, sorry, owl. As Barnabas circles around, uh, kind of hoots back that... He's not picking up anything unusual. It seems to be a very simple house. There's no hatches on the roof. So whomever is getting on top of the building is probably using a ladder to do so. Um, shush. No. <laughs> she talked back. Yes, she does. Anywho. Um, so the... Woman opens the door, looks up at you all. Can I help you? 
Are you Miss Violet Clockwirl? He's here, looked up. And who is asking? I am Root. And, okay, and yourself, sir? Me? I am, uh, Ren. Ren? Um, and who are you all with? You're definitely not locals. Do you know many locals? Yes. I've been here since the village came together. Who's who's running the town now? It's a mayor, isn't it? He calls himself a mayor. I, I don't even know what he's calling himself now. But it's Kinstag, that prick. Excuse me just a moment, as someone will not be called. <laughs> a puppy needs attention. She just realized that her sister isn't in the room. And so she's confused. Where's everybody gone? <laughs> oh no. Sorry. Uh oh, it's called your bigs. That's not your character. <laughs> Ren. Yep. So uh, I was just um Mr. Kinstag. Um I believe he said we should talk to you. It seems to be under the impression that changelings are causing an issue in your town, or they're being sold for money to, I guess, finance your town, uh, if you call it a town. Who are you with? I'm with my dad, Captain Amar, but he's not here. He sent me. And, and, and my other friends. I believe the name of their group, which I am loosely affiliated in that we were co-opted to work together is the Doomslayers? Yeah, that's what they call us. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. But, you know, it was given to us, so here we are. Is that the freelance group that's to the south? (laughs) Yes. Go ahead and make an insight check, both of you. Um, Scarlet, as you sneak in through, uh, which room did you want to go inspect or check out? Go start with the kitchen. Twelve. All right. So, Scarlet, in the kitchen, you do see a, a kettle that has been removed from a stove, and that's still hot. Most of the dishes that are set out to dry are for a single person. But you see that there are other dishes that are sitting up on cupboards that are missing doors. Uh, So it looks like it's made for more people, but there's only one person currently eating and drinking, at least with the dishes that are there. All right. Um, I'll go, I don't know, what's adjacent? uh, From here, you you could either move towards the door sitting area where you can see the woman. Uh, The next closest would be the probably her bedroom uh, getting closer to her and having to cross the floor would be the guest room. I'll go check out her bedroom. Okay. Uh, it is not locked. Uh, as you open it up, you see that there are two dressers, two nightstands, uh, a fairly decently sized bed. Uh, you're trying to be as quiet as possible. Yeah. Okay. 
And then feel free to make another investigation check for the new room. Uh, Root and Vren. Uh, Root, she's pretty tough to read. She does seem mildly concerned at your response. But it's a little hard to tell what other else. Uh, Vren, you can see that she has immediately associated both of you with the bandits that were to the south. I, I think you are misunderstanding. Uh, we, my sister and I, before we met this group, we were hired to uh, work for your town, to scout out the bandit camp, and then we became affiliated with this group, and we just drove the bandits out of the southern forest. Um, it appeared that the bandits were working with the pirates, which your town is selling changelings to. Um, I wondered if you know anything about this uh, changeling situation in town, if you'd be willing to speak with us. Your bristle. Not everyone in this town agrees with the idea of selling people. Some of us have a very big problem with this. I agree with that statement. Mm. Now, if you're not with the bandits to the south, you mentioned Captain. Are you with the ships that come in? And are, you talking... oh, are you talking about the Salotians? Absolutely not. Okay. I believe her father was a captain somewhere. Is that not incorrect? He's captain of the guard. The town's over. Mm. I believe that's the captain she is referring to. Uh, she looks past the two of you. All right, I'm going to take a risk. Do you two drink tea? Yes, I drink. All right, well, come, come in. And she gestures towards a, a small seating couch, so the two of you will be a little close, but... Um, she'll go and fetch the kettle and start pouring you guys a couple of loose leaf teacups. And it looks like they're from a matching set, which is kind of nice. A little bit fancier, I think, than what you would expect to see, Dren. Uh, I would imagine your expectations for a village like this to be extremely backwater. And so, you know, a hollowed out gourd as a cup probably wouldn't surprise you. But these are actual porcelain teacups. I'm impressed with your uh, crockery, I guess. Um, do you perhaps have palais de thé? Uh, pearl tea? Unfortunately, uh, what I have available to me is something... It's a, a little bit herbal. It's a mix of what we can grow over here. But uh, thank you. This is what's left from our original home many years ago. We, all of us are expats. None, none of us were born in this little backwater hole, hole in the woods, but it's where we are safest, so. Where, where are you from? And what uh, are you so, leaving from? Well, it was a small town on the outskirts of Tremore, kind of south near the road. We got hit by so many bandit attacks, we just kept moving east and north until we got left alone here for a long time, 10 years, before anybody bothered us. 
What was your occupation? Oh, well, I was actually a lady of an estate way back when. Uh, by the way, I should clarify something. I'm not Violet. I'm Bridget Clockwirl. Oh, I see. Is Vi I'm assuming Violet is a relation of yours? Manner of speaking. I, I kind of want to hear exactly what it is you all are wanting to do, because if you are supporting Ken Stag and his bullshit, then I'm afraid the conversation will be as short as your teacup will be filled. If not, I'm definitely open to some conversation. Uh, Scarlet, what you find going through, there's a small stash of gold. It's maybe about 60 gold worth. Uh, you also find two different sets of clothes. One's a little bit taller than the other. Uh, all women's garb. Some of them are older. There's some worn, rather nice ball gowns that are kind of moth-eaten. But they look like they would probably fit maybe the person that you're that you saw through the window. It, maybe somebody a little bit taller would fit it better. Gonna keep looking. You want me to be completely honest, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I am trying to find a way to get back to my own plane of existence. Um, there's probably some kind of portal or something. Um, in the meantime, while on your plane of existence, I'm trying to stop a creature of immense power from destroying your world. Um, but I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to figure that out before it happens. That being said, in the present moment, Doom Slayers, um, to figure out what is going on, who, what, with the time and position that's given to us. So I think, to turn this route, we were trying to ascertain what is happening in your town, why is it happening, and should we or should we not get involved, and if we should get involved, perhaps where, which side we should be on. So any information you can give to us to assist in that outcome would be most appreciative. Is that fairly accurate, Miss Root? Yeah, you've summed it up in a very eloquent way. Well, thank you. She sits down, I mean, she kind of scoots it away from you guys, but scoots out this little ottoman and sits down on it. Um, takes a sip from her tea and just kind of eyes you guys up and sets her teacup down in the saucer. To be as honest as you are, I would love to see Kinstag strung up by his toes over a slow fire until Violet is returned to me, because I blame him for these raids in our town from these stupid bandits. Does he have Violet in prison? No. But I think it's his fault that the bandits are here and attacked us and kidnapped people. And Violet was one of those people that were taken. Was she a changeling? It would be news to me. Okay. Would it be surprising news? Take an insight check. Yeah, it looks like it wouldn't be surprising news to her at all. So it'd be news. Seems that way. The reaction she had of holding back definitely seemed like she knew something was 
up. She reacted a little bit too strongly and too hesitated too long when asked, is she a changeling? So if the town, I'm confused because both the town and the bandits seem to be working for these same uh, pirates. But however, they seem to be at odds with each other because we were asked to drive out and which uh, I guess you'd be happy to know they are, I would say about 95% of them are dead at this point. Uh, there's about 5% left in a person. Anyways, regardless of the number, I don't understand. Is the town, was the town at some point working with the bandits? And even passive insight, you can see that she's a bit surprised by some of the things that you're saying. To my knowledge, the bandits were hunting down changelings around the same time that the ships came in looking for changelings. But only a couple of people had an agreement to work with them, and Ken Stag, that prick, is one of them. But the bandits, we were all against, and the Salotians said they were going to eventually help get rid of them. But at the same time, they were working with them to gather people. So it seems to me that the Salotians... I'm sorry? What do you mean they were working together? This... Unless I'm very much mistaken, Brute can correct me. The Salotians, which are the pirates with the red clothing or something of that nature... Um, appeared to be meeting with the bandits, and the bandits were charged with collecting changelings just like the town. So it seems like a very standard agreement that the Salotians will have with whoever will provide them with changelings. Sounds just about right. Stands up. If you'll excuse me for a moment. And she turns and starts heading towards her bedroom. Excuse me, miss. Before you... Uh, I, I, I hate to interrupt. Because it seems like you're going to go to your bedroom. Um, is there a privy available? She still has her back to you. You see her pull her hands up to her face. Uh, you see her wipe her face a little bit. I, I pull out my nice red velvet handkerchief. I hand it over. I'm like, um, here, perhaps this could be of use. She turns around. Uh, sees it. <clears throat> and she politely dabs it and folds it and hands it back. Thank you. It's very... Oh, no, please keep it. I, I, I'll i buy another one. I can't... Unfortunately, once someone else has used it, I can't use it again. It's a personal uh, idiosyncrasy. I but I have a, a whole stack of them in my bag. Then you will not be offended, then, if I actually use it in a moment. Sure. You can use it however you need. But is there a restroom that I could use, perhaps? Uh, all of our facilities are outhouses. Uh, I can lead the way, if you would like. That would be most appreciative. I apologize. Oh, question. Mm. We have another friend. If she happens to, to come around, can I let her in? That would be a little strange. Um, well, Quite I appreciate the thought. I'd, I'd prefer my privacy a little bit. This is why I wanted your permission. Thank you for asking. She clears her throat and then leads you out the front door and then veers left to head towards... Uh, there are a couple outhouses that are spaced out, but it's very definitely a designated area that's outside of town. Um, 
She leads you over. Uh, Scarlet, you at the door of the bedroom could hear all of this. It's not a very large house, so you you definitely heard the footsteps coming towards you, the the quick clear from Vren. I'm going to try to... I've, I think I've heard enough. I mean, she's obviously a changing. Uh, I'm going to leave. out. They went out the front. I'm going to go out the back. And then to, I guess, either hang out or I guess I'll maybe I'll wait till they go back inside and then knock on the door. Yeah, it would be very easy to hang out near the cart, which isn't too far away. Definitely within line of sight, so you could make eye contact with Ren when he comes back out. Um, Ren, I, I can only imagine that you probably walked into the outhouse just to show force and then just press to digitate yourself a whole bunch. Yeah. Just so constantly disgusting. trying to clean yourself off, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's so disgusting. How can people live like this? And just the smell that's coming out, it it's it's horrible. I fish out like another handkerchief out of my pocket, put over my nose, and then I come out like that. I'm like You wouldn't oh. happen to have any rose water, would you? I, I actually I do, in fact. Um but here, let's go back. Um I, I guess you must have eaten some of the food over at uh, Palebo's, huh? Let's just leave it at in a permitting. Understood. Um, so you all head back inside. Um, she has a little giggle, gets you some, you know, just a little vial of rose water, and it's very strongly perfumed, so it seems like she's condensed it somehow. Um, Put some in my handkerchief and, oh, that smells so much better. Excuse me for just a moment, please. Uh, enjoy your tea. And then, Scarlet, I'm guessing you're going to knock on the door? Yeah. Okay. Well, today's busy, isn't it? If you'll excuse me. She goes over to the door. Can I help you? And then she yes. looks at you and looks back at... I, re- I remember you. You... Okay. You were the one that was going to go investigate bandits. Yes. The ones that we cleared. Actually, my brother, myself. Uh, you can thank us for that. We cleared your town of the bandits. But I just was looking. I, I thought perhaps they had come in here and I was I was looking. Um, Have you seen them? They are inside. Um, these, uh, the only chair I have left right now is the Ottoman. Oh, uh, I don't mind. That's okay. Uh, I just need about five minutes. And then I'll I'll be right back out. I just need to to take a moment. So she gestures to it. She starts to walk towards the kitchen for the tea kettle, and you see her wring her hands, pull out that velvet handkerchief, and go into her room for a minute and close the door. Uh, it it is unfortunately a small house. So you all can hear her weeping. Uh, it is very controlled, but you all catch the little the stutter breath. But you do have a moment of quiet to yourselves. Yeah, and? Like mother, like daughter? Thanks for listening. And just as a reminder, if you would like to catch us live, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash happyboomdnd. We are live every other Thursday from around 8-ish to 10-30-ish. Really all depends how many rabbit trails we go down. We would love to see you there, and if you do stop by, be sure to let us know. Thank you.